Welcome into the Arrowhead Pride post-game show. He's up to the near side at the 45, pushes by the wall. 40, 30, 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Kansas City, Byron Pringle. And the weekday home for Andy Reid, Mitch Holtis, Derek Johnson, and Patrick Mahomes. Fires it to Edelman, and drops it, intercepted, off of Edelman, and picked by the Honey Badger, pick six, Tyron Matthew, pick six. Brought to you by Andy's Frozen Custard, Andy's Cookie Casanova Jackhammer is back. Just for the new year, hurry in for hot fudge, warm cookies, and frozen custard. On your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Guns are long for the end zone, wide open touchdown, Kansas City, it's a home run to Tyreek Hill. Here's Jay Binkley. Oh, and welcome in. What a game. Might be one of the best games ever. The Kansas City Chiefs defeat the Buffalo Bills yet again. Jay Binkley with Kramer Sansone producing the operation. We'll hear from Chief sideline reporter Josh Klingler. We'll hear from Arrowhead Pride editor-in-chief Pete Sweeney. We'll hear from you. We'll hear from Andy Reid. We'll hear from Holmes. We'll hear from everybody. We're going to have a lot of fun. Phone line. Uh, you can call us in. You can text us on the Jay Southland Tow Service text line, 913-576-7610. Strap your seatbelt on right now. Grab that other beer in the fridge. Pour some whiskey. Whatever the hell you want to do, let's have some fun. Let's have some fun about the Chiefs and what they're doing. Four straight AFC title games at Arrowhead Stadium. We didn't see this, guys. I was born in 1973. Remember that 93 season and 94 they played in Buffalo? Up until, you know, Mahomes got here, we didn't have these nice things. But what you're seeing is from Mahomes is what people saw from Michael Jordan. You doubt him, and they take it personally. Mahomes was out of his mind tonight. Josh Allen had a great game as well. But as Mitch Holtus pointed out, you know, a week or so ago, when he was on with Carrington, he said the Chiefs have the most experience of playoff games in the NFL. They're also the second youngest roster in the NFL. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Dare I say to start throwing in the D word for dynasty? But the table's been set. The arguments are over. You know, pardon my French, but screw your narratives, national media. I saw Good Morning Football. Every single one of the people they had for the time I was watching all picked Buffalo. They all picked Buffalo. That was the sexy pick. Let's pick the Buffalo Bills. I heard Dan Orlovsky with, with ESPN, when he's on Pat McAfee, saying, hey, if the Bills play an A game and the Chiefs play an A game, Bills will win. <laughs> you serious, bro? You might want to rethink that hot take. You might want to rethink that hot take because the Chiefs play their A game, you ain't beating them. And they showed it tonight. Yeah, it took a great comeback to come back and kick a field 49-yard field goal. But let me remind you, they missed the field goal and they missed an extra point or this game is not even in overtime. We're not even talking about this being a classic overtime game. The game is over. But despite that, tie a hand behind the Chiefs' back, they still find a way to win. They're crushing your narrative. 100% doing it. So all the people that picked picked, picked the Buffalo Bills, I ought to show you our text line, man. And some of you ought to be ashamed of yourself. You know, ripping Andy Reid and the team and everything else because you thought things were down. Because you just can't wait till the end of the game. Like, this team has proven you too late to the end of the game. You guys remember 2019? Did you forget about that? They were down 24 points to the Texans. They were down 10 to the Titans. Down double digits to the 49ers. What happened? They won a Super Bowl. 
Andy Reid is now third all-time in postseason wins. You want to try to do better than that at home on your Madden game? You can't. Third all-time. One more. One, he's tied with Don Shula. One more, and he's with Tom Landry. One! Then he sits with Bill Belichick, number one and number two, all times. But Mahomes took this personally. But what a game. The Bills and Chiefs scored 18 points in the final one minute, 13 seconds of regulation. Uh, the uh, 25 combined points, the second most in the last two minutes of regulation of any game. Not just postseason game, any game. Regular or, or postseason. 25 points. The most ever was the Vikings and Ravens back in 2013, but it was a regular season game. The 25 points scored in the last two minutes of this game, the most ever in NFL postseason history. The previous high mark was the Jets and Patriots in the 2010 divisional playoffs. That from ESPN Stats and Info. Last two minutes of the fourth quarter in overtime. Josh Allen was great. Five of seven, 102 yards, two touchdowns. Patrick Mahomes, 10 of 13, 188 yards, two touchdowns. We'll remember 13 seconds for a long time, won't we? It'll go down like 65, toss power trap. <laughs> It'll go down like, do we have time to run Wasp? Give Mahomes 13 seconds. This is what I've always been waiting for. Been on the other end of this as a Chiefs fan for a long time watching this team. John Elway, that name ring a bell? You gave him too much time at the end, he was going to cut your heart out. I saw Brett Favre cut so many hearts out at the end of the game. St. Tom Brady do it. You think you've won the game, but don't cash that check too quickly until that quarterback finishes the game. Mahomes showed it tonight. You always want that game-winning end-of-the-line mentality because you want fear on the other sideline. You want that guy to strike fear. And Patrick Mahomes strikes fear in the opponents. We don't want to let that guy have too much time. Hell, the Chargers, when they beat the Chiefs in the regular season, that's what they said after the game. Mike Williams, Eckler, all those guys, we didn't want to leave Mahomes too much time. And then the narrative became, what's wrong with Mahomes? Why can't Mahomes do anything? Ryan Clark on ESPN, one of the biggest clowns out there. Hope he wears some red shoes and a red nose tomorrow to work because he's a clown. Mahomes is broken. Broken. We say this about the AFC Player of the Month. We say this about a guy that has thrown for 782 yards and eight touchdowns. Let me repeat that. 782 yards and eight touchdowns so far this postseason. Says they'll remember this game for the rest of his life. But the quote of the night, the quote of the night, and this is going to go down, I think, in Chiefs lore, and it should. The best quote I've ever heard from Andy Reid, ask what he said to Patrick Mahomes when they had 13 seconds. Yeah, when it's grim, be the grim reaper. When it's go grim, get it. Be the Grim Reaper. Tonight, Mahomes is the Grim Reaper. <laughs> He'll cut your heart out, man. And he did tonight. All you ever want is to have a quarterback that instills that fear in the other team. Do not leave him too much time. I mean, you know, he hits that 64-yarder to Tyree Kill, and all of a sudden things look good for the Chiefs. And Josh Allen comes right back there. Minute two left. 13 seconds for Mahomes. Mahomes gets him down there with Kelsey. Butker kicks it. And how about Kelsey, man? He was four yards shy of tying Jerry Rice for the most 100-yard receiving games in postseason history. Catches the walk-off game winner. Tyree Kill, 150 yards, 11 catches. The peace signs running in the end zone. People had their doubts about him. 
Kelsey. And what they do? Tyreek Hill finished third in the NFL in receptions. Oh, the two ice safety. What, what's Tyreek Hill going to do? How about 111 catches, third in the NFL? Well, Travis Kelsey, they've really found a way to stop him. <laughs> Six straight years of 1,000 yards. Four straight AFC title games for the Kansas City Chiefs, and it's been absolutely remarkable. But enough of me. Let's hear from you. Let's go no huddle. 40, 35, 30, Cheetah at full speed, 10 to the 5-yard line. You play impress. The Cheetah will run you all the way around the earth. Taking your calls now at 913-576-7610. That's right. Silver Slice the Ice Center hotline. 913-576-7610, the J Southland Tow Service. Text line, 913-576-7610. You know what? I, I, I'm saving some of the naysayers. Some of the hot takes, the embarrassing takes that people had. The Chiefs were done. They're not going to make the playoffs. Let me tell you this, man. Mahomes has been a starter four years. Mr. Broken Patrick Mahomes that's 26. Four years of starter. It's always been a starter. <laughs> four straight AFC title games. Marino, Elway, Brady, all of them sit behind number 15 because, well, you have to. Let's go to Reggie in Anaheim. What's up, Reggie? Man, I tell you what, you know, all that talk about Mahomes is broken. Yeah, he has just broken his foot off in Buffalo's ass. Hey, man, all year long, bro, we've been listening to all these idiots on the national perspective talking all this nonsense and trash, and the Chiefs just showed up again, bro. This was the Chiefs planting their flag as the boogeyman in the AFC, bro. This is the Chiefs planting their flag. You know what I'm saying? The whole conference is on notice now. You know what I'm saying? Kansas City is that team. And if you want to if you want to get to the Super Bowl, you got to come through one arrowhead drive, bro. Straight up. Hey, shout out to the whole to the whole city, man. LA, we're gonna be turned up. We're gonna be turned up when we smack the Bengals. We're gonna be turned up in LA County. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna paint the town red. You did what I'm saying? And it's gonna be on the popping, man. Hey, shout out to you, Bink. Shout out to 610, man. One thing I want to say before I let before I let go, shout out to Patrick Mahomes and the offense for bailing out the secondary. Now, obviously, Tyra Matthew went out. He didn't have Rashad Fenton, but I would I could really not use any more Mike Hughes at cornerback, bro. Sit that midget on the bench. Put Baker in there. Put Spagnola in. Put somebody. Put Casey Wolf in there at cornerback, bro. <laughs> like Mahomes and them bailed out the, the secondary. I love you, Kansas City. Go Chiefs. Let's get it cracking, man. Come back to L.A. Let's get it. There you go. Kansas City's having some fun. ESPN Stats and Info. Patrick Mahomes, 25 touchdown passes in the playoffs. The most by any quarterback through 10 career playoff starts. 25 for Mahomes, 23 for Breeze, 23 for Warner, 22 for Jeopardy host Aaron Rodgers, and 22 for Dan Marino. Hmm. Wow. Those are some good names on the list, right? And Patrick Mahomes sits at the top. Former Chiefs linebacker Derek Johnson joins Fesco in the morning. Mondays at 7.30, 610 Sports Radio, KCSP Kansas City, WDAF HD2 Liberty, and Odyssey Station. wonder how Michael Irvin's feeling, you know, pulling out that uh, fork and grabbing that pumpkin, sticking in it, saying the Chiefs are done. <laughs> wonder how he's feeling. Where a lot of people are feeling. Oh, the Kansas City Chiefs are done. Let's go with Buffalo. But here's the thing about Buffalo. They're a great team. Josh Allen was tremendous. Both Allen and Mahomes were absolutely brilliant tonight. I mean, they got a good quarterback, but that cognitive dissonance has to come in because all I've heard out of Buffalo is, you know what? We're happy we got the right guy. We're happy with the guy we got. Really? Allen's 25 now. Mahomes 26. Mahomes already got an MVP 
two playoff wins over Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. How happy are you, Buffalo? Just asking. Because all I've heard is you like Allen better than Mahomes. Hey, it's a great quarterback. <laughs> but do you want the best or do you want someone that's almost the best? Anyway, 552 total yards for the Chiefs, 422 for the Buffalo Bills, 1,004 total. Let's go to Big T and Shawnee. Choo-choo. Hey, Bing, thanks for taking my call. This, Everybody, this is the greatest games in the history of the Chiefs lore. We all watched it. We all witnessed it. You know, to be the man, you got to beat the man. Woo! And how about Patrick Mahomes, the, the king of arms, the best trigger man in the league? We never gave up. Our offense put it out on the line. They all played their asses off tonight. And we love Big Red. He called a brilliant game. Him and the OC, they brought it tonight. And think a lot of people think 13's an unlucky number. Not for Patrick Mahomes and the Grim Reaper. Not 13 seconds, Buffalo. Hell no. You left too much time on the clock. You undersold us. You, you, you just can't beat us, Buffalo. How does it feel? This is our team, our town. And you know what? How about them fans? There's, there's, there's regular season loud, and then there's playoff loud. They're clearly the best fans in the league. Way to go. Good job out of you guys. And Kansas City Chiefs, keep it up. Everybody get aboard the train. We're going to the Super Bowl again, baby. And I'm going to leave you with this. Roses are red. Violets are blue. Buffalo swims with the fish, and next Sunday, Cincinnati will too. And as always, let's go, Chiefs. Very poetic, Mr. Big T and Shawnee. No, I mean, it's, it is what it is. You know, you get to the postseason and the stars will shine. This is, where, this is where legends are made, man. It's not the regular season. Yeah, Buffalo beat the Chiefs early on the season. It was cute. The revenge tour truly starts now. I know we talked a lot about the beginning of the season. It starts down. Tonight was number one. The list. <laughs> a list of wanting a piece of the Bills. Got it. Bengals beat the Chiefs in the regular season. Gave up nine sacks yesterday. That's the piece they're looking for next. And all the while, Justin Herbert sitting there watching these games on his couch. What are he's feeling? Because all I heard was how he's better than Mahomes. And Brian Greasy, I'm with NFL football, saying the AFC West goes through the Chargers. Really? You two should paint your face and wear a red nose, Brian Greasy. Real quick, Rick in Georgia. I spent more money on spilled liquor and bars from one side of this world to the other than you made. You're talking to the Rolex wearing, diamond ring wearing, kiss stealing, woo, wheeling, dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. Woo! That's right, Rick and Georgia, Rick Flair. Laid it down the Chiefs. You know, here's the thing with the Buffalo Bills. Said, Can you maintain being at the top of the hill? Do you have the stomach? Can you take it? The Chiefs can. We've seen Tennessee rise up, beat the Bills and the Chiefs in back-to-back weeks, hold the number one mantle, couldn't hold on to it. The Buffalo Bills had that mantle, couldn't hold on to it. Baltimore Ravens had it. They beat the Chiefs. They threw a Super Bowl parade. It was a lot like the Raiders when they did the victory tour. Couldn't hold on to it. Can you be at the top of the hill? Are you not a coward to take the arrows? Can you come back and win at the end? As Andy Reid said to Mahomes, when it's grim, be the Grim Reaper. Let's go to Showtime in KC. What's up, Showtime? Oh, hey there, Binks. Hey there, Showtime. What a great walk-off win by our Kansas City Chiefs. And how about the Grim Reaper? Patrick Mahomes showed up to the ball yard today, prepared to play, and got it done. We're going to keep 
our Lamar Hunt trophy in Kansas City. We're going to L.A. and we're bringing our Super Bowl trophy home, baby. Let's go keep Showtime Kansas City. I'm out. There you go. Nice job, Showtime Kansas City. Let's get this, man. It's only 11 o'clock, guys. We're not sitting here at midnight or 1 a.m. or 2 a.m. Waffle House is still open, man. Let's have some fun. Crack that beer, pour some bourbon. Let's have some fun. What you're seeing now is something we're not used to. Remember that 20-year-plus drought we had? Two decades worth of not winning a playoff game? <laughs> it's becoming second nature, man. With Big Red and Patrick Mahomes, it's all they keep doing. The best part about it is they shut the doubters up. Again, I've said this all along. Saw it with the Royals. You know, 2014. No one talked about them. Everybody downplayed them. But then they put their ass in the World Series. Then what? Then you have to talk about them. So it's always a lot of fun. Fletcher, Overland Park. What's up, Fletch? Hey, brother. Can you hear me? I can hear you, Fletch. Uh, I got to record this because Jesse went to sleep. Um, wow. I uh, So I watched the newest episode of the franchise last night, and I had tears. And then tonight we almost had tears. Uh, we were down at Johnny's, our local spot, and uh, I mean the place just erupted even though it was a home game and i picked up the kelsey travis kelsey cutout, and the bar manager was like motioned me to run so i ran through the bar and then when i was done after the win i i thought i was gonna have a heart attack this is one to remember fletch this is one to remember remember where you're at what you're doing 13 seconds is now like do we have time to run wasp that's right, and we were like, oh, no. The win probability of the Chiefs, by the way, when Buffalo scored that go-ahead touchdown, 91% right, Buffalo, 91% right, Buffalo. Like, there's a minute three left or something, and Jesse was like, that's too much time for Josh Allen. That's too much time. And I was like. <laughs> he left my home too much time. 13 seconds right, too long. Right, exactly. All right, well, cheers, brother. I opened a $120 bottle of whiskey to have tonight. Uh, That's what I'm talking about, Chester. That's what I'm talking about. That's right. All right, brother. Thanks for taking my call. Thank you. Dan and KCK, man. Bring it like you sing it, Dan. Hey, big guy, you doing? I just finished shot that three times on my beer nose. Oh, he finished it up. What a game by the Chiefs. Pulling out to Kelsey with the game-winning touchdown. Kyrie Kill with 62 yards on touchdown. And how about even though Gabbing, uh, Gabriel Davis had 21 yards, how about the job the defense did on, on Stephon Diggs, seven yards, and now Stephon Diggs is going to have to watch the Chiefs celebrate again. And how about those Bills fans thought they had him? And even though big, the Chiefs were three and four, I called Carrington. I said the Chiefs are going to win the division. You know, Carrington picked the Chargers to win. I I, I, I respect that. Carrington's a good sports guy. But it's a great game by the Chiefs. Let's take care of the Bengals. And let's take care of the Rams. I think he's going to be Chiefs Rams. She's going to get some revenge on the Rams. Take care of yourself, Bing. All right, Dan. <laughs> Go, Dan. Dan was fired up, Cream Dog. He had to take a breath, man. We got to take a breath. This is fun. This is a win for the ages, man. This was fun. This is something they'll talk about all week. You know, Josh Allen was the golden child last week, regardless of the fact that Mahomes threw for 400 yards, five touchdowns, and had five touchdown passes within 10 minutes and 30 seconds of game time, which had never been done. Tom Brady made a gallant comeback to this weekend, and football was incredible. What a great capper to the weekend. The Chiefs in the spotlight again. And the team that no one wants to see in the AFC title game, he's <laughs> back. Guess who's back? Back again. It's the Kansas City Chiefs that were put out to the pasture.
And now, just look at them. Let's go to Quincy in Illinois. What's up, Quincy? Bink, how you doing, man? Matt, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Matt. Bink, how are you? Good, man. How you doing? Oh, I'm great, man. I, I tell you what, man. Me and the Quincy, Illinois Chiefs crew have been through a lot of insane games, but I tell you, man, we need a defibrillator here after that one. Oh, my God. My heart is still pounding. Don't know what to say. I just got to get your opinion on one thing. Why did McDermott not squib kick that kickoff? If, if he does that and eats up some time, is the game was the game over? What do you think? Yeah, I, I don't know what he was thinking, man. I don't know what he was thinking. I mean, there was a lot of things tonight. You know, there there was clearly a lot of things. The Honey Badger went out with the concussion. Um, you know, the Chiefs were beat deep several times. You know, not having him in that game, not having that presence in the game. There were some there were some decisions. The missed kicks. This, this wasn't a perfect game by any stretch of the imagination. But it was the win at the end. It was the way that you won it. And by the way, here is Sean McDermott, the coach of the Bills, after last year's loss to the Chiefs in the playoffs. Because they spent their season earmarking this game through the draft, the free agents they brought in to beat the Kansas City Chiefs. They built their team to beat this team. This was important to them. This was important to them taking that next step. McDermott last year. You know, sometimes the further you go, the harder it is to, to lose. And at the end of the day, this is our measuring stick. You know, if you if you lose an AFC championship game, uh, that's the team we got to beat. Uh, and, uh, and so we've got to do everything with that in mind this offseason. That, that's what they did. That's what the Chiefs did with the Patriots. They bring in Spags. Find a way to knock them off. You know, this division, you know, screw it, 36-6. and six, Andy Reid against its division since 15 Hell, they've rattled off 13 straight against the Denver Broncos. They pose no threat at this point. They did. They came down. Chargers came and run there at the end. But Chargers didn't make the postseason. But uh, once again, the Chiefs sit on top of the AFC West. But these other teams, like the Bills, they earmark the Chiefs. You know, it's what you do in the combine, even though they're what won last year. It's what you do in the draft, what you do in the free agency. You earmark it. You know, they might lose Leslie Frazier, defensive coordinator, to a job. Brian Dayball, their offensive coordinator, might lose him for another job. They've already lost their assistant GM to the New York Giants. Can they keep it up? And is Josh Allen going to be as effective without Brian Dayball? Because he wasn't good in the beginning. Then Dayball comes in and changed how Josh Allen goes. So a lot's yet to be seen. Loto in Kansas City. What's up, Low? It's Ludo. Ludo. I'm sorry, Ludo. Thanks for, t- thanks for taking my call, man. Because right now, if you're like many of the Chiefs fans out there, diehard Chiefs fans, you can't sleep right now. I don't know. No. Anybody can sleep after watching that performance. It's overrated. I just want to tell Kansas City that I think our time has come. I think the monkey's off our back from that slow start. I think Mahomes is better than anyone could have ever imagined just because of the things he's able to overcome. The throws he's able to make and just the way he rises in adversity. And for the people that thought we were done with 13 seconds left on the clock, if there's any seconds left on the clock, it's not too late for Kansas City. So if you walked out of the stadium, which I hope nobody did, if you shut off the TV, even if you got mad, take that. Let's go, Kansas City. How about those Chiefs? That's right. That's right. I'm not kidding. I mean, it's great. You know, I can't wait to hear some of the reaction tomorrow. You know, I'm interested in that because there's a lot of picking the Buffalo Bills, <laughs> a lot of doubt. Michael Robinson, the former player, on NFL Network, calling the Bills us. He never played for them. 
I mean, people are buying into the hype. But again, think about who's been there. Think about who's done it. Think about the guy. Again, Allen was great. Josh Allen was incredible tonight. You're talking 707 yards and seven touchdowns between Mahomes and Allen. 137 rushing yards between them, even though Mahomes had one more than Josh Allen. He was great. But you know what? You got to do it as a team and you got to win the game. You got to be Michael Jordan at the end of the game. You got to have the ice water in your veins. You need the closer in all sports. Joey in the dot. What's up, Joey? How are you, buddy? Hey, uh, you? Dave Binkley just crushed like 19 beers. So it feels that's what I'm talking about after this. The CL smoothies are flowing. But hey, man, let me ask you a question. Did I not hear all week 80% of the national media talking about how Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills are the new class of the AFC? Did I make that up? That happened, right? No, it's it's the truth with the great quarterback. That was a great quarterback they beat tonight. Because Josh Allen has been Excellent outstanding this postseason. He's been Absolutely, outstanding, man. but they proved they could beat the good quarterbacks. Because this and was a quarterback. Game. The best two quarterbacks in the postseason left right now are playing tonight. Or yeah, played tonight. They're going to be another great one next week. And this redemption tour is going to be so sweet. Better than what we had in the postseason last last season. 2019, that's always going to have a special place. But my goodness, going to the Super Bowl for the third time in a row. The road we took to get there after week seven, everyone wrote us off. Everybody wrote us off. No, it's they did. Time to go. They did. And they're going to do it again. My friend. Chiefs are written off, man. They they were written off completely. I mean, <laughs> pregame you're watching nationally. Then Orlovsky, if Buffalo plays their A game and the Chiefs play their A game, they're going to win. That's it's not the way it works. If the Chiefs play the A game, <laughs> nobody is beating the Kansas City Chiefs. Let's go to the uh, Silverstein Ice Center hotline and here from the sideline reporter of the Kansas City Chiefs, also co-host Fesco in the morning, who I'm not talking to is late tonight, even though it's 11-14, because usually we talk later. Josh Kling there. What's up, Kling? I think I'll probably be up later, like everybody else. I know. I don't know how, how are we supposed to sleep after this? We can't. We can't. We can't. It's, it's called Beer Whiskey Waffle House, man. <laughs> I wish I, I wish I could I wish I could follow that tonight. I can't quite do that, but but uh, yeah, I'm I'm wired like everybody else. Your quarterback is a freaking assassin, and uh, that's that's all there is to it. I mean, you want to take anybody toe to toe with that guy? Forget it. I mean, any little piece of ammunition. You don't you don't think those guys all knew that everybody was picking Buffalo and everybody wants to see Josh Allen and certainly. Uh, a week ago, even it was people wanted to see Josh Allen and Joe Burrow, and um, there's nobody that can can wreck dreams like one Patrick Mahomes. And then I'm thinking about the other side. I'm like, think about Josh Allen getting on a plane tonight and flying home and going, "I lost that game." <laughs> Are you kidding me? I mean, he was outstanding too. I mean, that was that was two quarterbacks playing at a pretty. But he high never level. looked comfortable, did he? Clean. I mean, you were right down there. I mean, he never. I mean, there was still. He's one of those guys that knows the guy on the other sideline, Mahomes. Like, these quarterbacks kind of know. Like, he was happy, but yet was still like, well, we still got to win this game. I mean, with 13 seconds left, though, they had to thought they, win. they were winning that game. I mean, there's, there's no way. And I heard the caller a couple, couple of callers ago ask you about the squib kick. I mean, we were talking about it on the broadcast. Danon was saying, you know, you go ahead and squib this because and, and, you know the Chiefs are going to try to get a return, right? Yep. And so. I can't believe that. I can't believe that. I thought that was a, that was a huge bonus when they did it. Still, there was only 13 seconds. I'm like, I don't know if they're going to be able to get it to uh, to field goal range. But 
you know, it opens up the middle of the field. You had all your timeouts left. Yeah. Um, kind of played into their hands. I'm tired of telling teams how to beat the Chiefs. Um, I, it's not it's not our job to do that, but sometimes you just kind of wonder what's going on because, uh, yeah, they're going to be kicking themselves for a number of those scenarios that, that uh, let the Chiefs off the hook. No question about it. You know, here's the situation, too. You know, if Butker makes a 50-yarder, which it's not a give me a 50-yarder, it makes that extra point. Just making the extra point. We don't have the overtime drama. And then, and and they might have gone for two, and so we'll, we'll see what happened. But I think those four points did make a difference. And then Butker, to his credit, um, he didn't hit it as well as he did the, the second one. And, and that looked the, the second field goal, the, the, the tying field goal that, that sent us to overtime, that looked more like the Harrison Butker I've been used to seeing. Um, you know, there, there might have been something on the exchange on that first one. He didn't hit it all that well. Uh, that looked more like the Harrison Butker that, that drains – uh, long field goals, uh, and, and certainly turned up to be to be clutch. But, I mean, what more can you say about the quarterback and, and Kelsey and Tyreek Hill being unbelievable tonight? Um, you know, everybody kind of chipping in. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire had his two longest runs of the year tonight. Um, he steps in and kind of out of nowhere and does that. Jerick McKinnon continues to look good. Um, Pringle, Hardman making plays. Um, wow, that was that was pretty impressive offensively and uh, lived up to the billing. I mean, we had four really great playoff games this week. Uh, um, I, I thought, you know, some of the other ones came down to final kicks and were walk-offs. Yeah. They weren't as good as this one. But uh, we had, you know, four games that were essentially uh, field goal-type games or last possession-type games. And then this one obviously was the, the crowning of, of the four. It was, it was, it was incredible. I mean, I, I – I was kind of standing on the field, kind of stunned silence afterwards, I'm sure like everybody else was, and just trying to figure out, wow, what did we just witness? What did we just witness in terms of, uh, you know, that, that crazy uh, last two minutes in overtime? That was the number one. Chief Schwartz, 552 yards of, of, of offense on the number one defense in the NFL. That can't be forgotten. It was the number one scoring defense at 17 points a game, the Buffalo Bills. That was the number one defense in total defense um, this year, number one in yards allowed. They only averaged 272 yards a game given up against them. You know, but again, what are you going to do with the Kansas City Chiefs? Kansas City Chiefs, <laughs> again, this team gives up 17 points a game. The Chiefs put 42 on them, 552 total yards in over 180 yards rushing. Mahomes was fantastic running the football as well. But, you know, let's not forget it was, a, it was the number one points per drive offense against the number one points per drive defense. It's like that man versus food where he says man wins or food wins. <laughs> Offense won tonight in this game. But I got to ask you, Kling, what was the electricity like when they put Tyree Kill back there for a punt return? Because well, he's like he's that guy, you, in case of emergency, break glass. Well, but also they had to. Um, McCall Hardman wasn't available at that moment in time. And so uh, it, it was, I guess, pretty fortunate that you can – you can go ahead and put a Tyreek Hill in, in that situation. I don't. I think it would have been a McCole Hardman return. I don't think that that was set up to be a to be a Tyreek Hill return. It was just McCole Hardman was injured on the sidelines and couldn't go, and um, he's down riding the bike and and hobbling around on the field. Went back to the locker room and everything. So it just kind of, I guess, it kind of timed out right. And then Tyreek Hill, of course, breaks one in that scenario. I mean, uh, things lined up pretty uh, pretty awesome tonight uh, for the Chiefs. That's for sure. But uh, wow. Um, you know, not that you wished anybody was uh, was injured at that moment, but but Tyree Kill uh, being able to be back there on that putter—that's incredible. It's incredible timing. I mean, a lot of things broke their way tonight and made it just an incredible, incredible game. What was and the, if you're the Bills again? Once again, if you're the Bills, you built everything to beat. Yes, that's right. That's right. And you 
they are firmly in that team's head. I mean, they, they're going to go home tonight saying, are you kidding me? They did this to us again. What more can we do? Um, man, it's a, it's, a, it's a mental block, and it's fantastic. And they lost their assistant GM to the Giants. They may lose their offensive coordinator, Brian Daybold, Leslie Frazier, defensive coordinator. Will, could move yeah. on. I think they'll lose them both. Yep, they, they yeah. might be doing some reshuffling. We'll see how good Allen is with another offensive coordinator. But, again, he's, it's going to be fun between Mahomes and Allen. I don't think these guys are going anywhere. But you know, Kling, you heard it. I went on with Buffalo Stations. You did too, and you heard it. And all of them are content now. You know, they they they're okay now with the Mahomes decision because early on they weren't. You know, they, they they regretted that. They were blaming the organization. You had a chance to get Mahomes there, and then they got Josh Allen. He played well, and they said we're fine now with Josh Allen, which is fine. You can be fine with Josh Allen, but Mahomes is still a little bit better. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they're going to take a few of those calls tomorrow on that same topic that, see, they should have taken Mahomes because we could go and say, oh, yeah, both teams benefited from, from that trade. The Bills weren't ready in that scenario probably to get the, uh, the quarterback in that particular year. And, you know, waiting paid off and they got their guy. But our guy's better, man. I mean, bottom line, bottom line, we got the better quarterback here. And so uh, yeah, Chiefs won. Chiefs won four Four straight AFC championship games. This is ridiculous, Pink. I'll let you go with this, Kling. How was the atmosphere like with the Bills fans, the Bills mafia, the table breaking, you name it? How were they? How were the Bills fans and Chiefs fans interacting tonight? Oh, I think I think pretty good. But I don't I don't I don't think there was many Bills fans in the building as there were Steeler fans last week. I may be wrong, but it felt like that there were there were more Steeler fans in attendance for that game than than the Chiefs let you know Bills fans in. I mean, there were. There were plenty, you know, kind of rubbing the parking lots and everything before the game, and uh, but I didn't think there was as much of a presence as we had the week before against the Steelers. So good job, Chiefs fans, kind of lock things out, and I'm guessing uh, they're going to do the, the same. I've already looked at the kind of glanced at the secondary ticket market already, Bank. I don't know if mm-hmm. it's tonight or not, but um, it's uh, it, it's like 500 bucks in the upper deck right now to, to get into the uh, to the. Uh, AFC Championship game, so this gonna be a this gonna be a hot ticket, and uh, I think uh, I think we'll have a lot of Chiefs, <laughs> a lot of Chiefs fans keeping uh, keeping those Bengals at bay, and I can't wait for this matchup too because uh, I'll, I'll tell you uh, the Chiefs were really bothered by that loss to the Bengals, uh, giving up a double digit lead and losing a game like they did like that, uh, couldn't get the ball back, probably reconsidering as well some of the end of game decisions in that one, but that one didn't sit very well. Uh, uh, seeing the Bengals celebrate and knowing that they had coughed up a double-digit lead, so um, I'm really looking forward to the to the payback opportunity because I think uh, I think the quarterback when when motivated, right? <laughs> we see him, and there's going to be a lot of talk about the Bengals this week again. So the Chiefs will have plenty of fuel heading into Sunday. Yeah, this week was about uh, Mahomes and Allen. This will be about Mahomes and Burrow, but. I'll remind people, Josh or uh, uh, Burrow is 25, same age as Josh Allen tonight. Just uh, just took him a little bit longer. All right, there you go. All right, Kling. I'm, I'm I'm I can't wait for this one. I think this this is going to be great. I think yeah. the Chiefs are going to be fired up, and motivated. I don't think the Bengals are as good as the Bills, and the Bills gave the Chiefs everything and more. Obviously tonight, uh, I think I think those are the two best teams in the AFC going. That doesn't guarantee anything heading into a. One game showdown next Sunday, but boy, I feel a whole lot better uh, facing the Bengals than probably I did heading into the game tonight against the Bills. Great stuff. Josh Klingler on the Chiefs Radio Network, sideline reporter of the Kansas City Chiefs. Of course, 
joins us each and every week, and you can hear him at uh, 5.58 in the morning on Fesco in the morning. Is He may not even sleep. I want to just see him in here in a, a few minutes. Thanks, Kling. That. Josh Klingler right there. But, yeah, I mean. <laughs> yeah, when it's grim, be the grim reaper. Let's <laughs> go get it. Would Grim be the Grim Reaper? Best quote from Andy Reid. Loved it. That was his, uh, he was what he said to Mahomes with 13 second left. We're rocking and rolling. We'll take your phone call from all the players. We've still got Pete Sweeney joining us in a little bit, but we'll take a timeout and go back to you guys next. You're listening to the Arrowhead Pride Post Game Show, brought to you by Andy's Frozen Custard. Andy's Cookie Casanova Jackhammer is back just for the new year. Hurry in for hot fudge, warm cookies, and frozen custard. Tune in Mondays at 7.30 for our weekly conversation with Derek Johnson on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. It's the play of the game. At the 40, 45, Hartman in midfield, 45, 40, two blocks, 30, 25, jet fuel. Jet is taken into the end zone. Corner pattern near side. Kelsey reaches up and makes the grab. Touchdown, Kansas City. Brought to you by Mazarese Jewelry. For four generations, bringing the world's most distinct jewelry to Kansas City. 36-36 tie in overtime. Chiefs first down and goal to go. Mahomes looks to throw it. Pump faking right side. He wants it. A comeback cut. It is caught by Kelsey. Touchdown, Kansas City. One of the greatest duos in the history of the National Football League. Patrick Mahomes to Travis Kelsey on a push fade comeback. And the Chiefs have won this incredible divisional playoff game in overtime. Oh, the voice of the great Mitch Holtis, man. I can hear that all night. Play the game brought to you by Masary's Jewelry. For four generations, bringing the world's most distinct jewelry to Kansas City. Hey, that's us. That's our town. But the Kansas City Chiefs with a big win, 42-36 to over the Buffalo Bills tonight. That was Travis Kelsey at OT. Eight-yard touchdown pass from Mahomes. Nice eight-play, 75-yard drive, 4.15 off the clock in OT. And don't forget, the Chiefs, when they didn't get a chance in 2018 when Tom took them down there, they tried to get the rule changed. So they tried to get this rule changed so that both quarterbacks get the ball back. Now, they would have had the Chiefs just got a field goal, but this is what happened in 2018. So this is this is the rules you have to play by, so the Chiefs played by the rules again. The rest of the league was trying to change the rules on the Chiefs, but they kept readjusting back to what happened. And You know, I'm sitting there watching the uh, Buccaneers today. They were, quote, running it back. You know how they made fun of the Chiefs and the running back last year? Well, they were all, you know, liquefied on cocktails and talking junk and sticking their chest out at their Super Bowl parade. It's tough getting back there, isn't it? It's tough. It's tough because you might find yourself losing to the Rams. Great comeback, but they lost. Not only that, their offensive line played like crap. Their offensive line was terrible. Remind you of the Super Bowl when the line was bad and Mahomes was running for his life and they lost to the Bucks. You like apples, Tampa Bay? How do those apples taste tonight? That's my question for you. Let's go back to the phone lines. It's Sunday. Still, it's only 1130. I must hear from a man, Chester, in Kansas City with a great chief sermon. What's up, Chester? Yes, sir. I celebrate darkness because the only thing that reproves darkness is light. I celebrate opposition, especially great opposition, because that's what defines and approves your position. So this opens up what circulates economy. What circulates excitement? What brings a message to the city? Is when you, at a high level, bring victory. That moves everything.
thing. That agitates the water, and the clothes come clean. That that updates the heat up level, and that's what purifies. See, this is what it's all about, but can you get some witnesses that are also players in a relationship that players want? Do you motivate the motivator? Can you play as one? So all the doubters, all the unbelief becomes believable when you have the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. But even enduring faith and enduring hope is not greater than enduring love. We love to play for Andy. We love to play with each other. We love to play and give it back to the city. This is what it's all about. It feeds the poor. It makes excitement in prisons. It makes the ministry say we should be more than conquerors because it can be done. Yes, we can. It has been done. And are we road builders? We'll build the road that goes to what? The Super Bowl. See you at the top, next level up. God bless you. Amen, Chester, man. The agitation and the winning machine is what keeps that clothes clean. It's still Sunday. Had to hear from my man, Chester. Let's hear from you, Gino in Overland Park. What's up, Gino? I got a couple things real quick. First about the Bills Mafia and then about the comparison between Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. First, on the Bills Mafia, I'm personally offended by this. My name is Gino. Uh, I'm 100% Sicilian. All four grandparents came over on the boat 100 years ago. We are the real mafia here. In case people don't know, the Kansas City Mafia ran uh, Las Vegas. And if you're old enough to remember this, uh, in the 70s, you know, the, the Kansas City mob blew up half of downtown. And for about four years, they were finding people blown up when they turned the ignition on the car on, finding people in trunks of cars, uh, over a dozen of them. For, for for a couple of years, the, the movie Casino was about the Kansas City mob. We got the real Kansas City mob here. They got a bunch of hillbillies up there calling themselves, jumping on tables. We're the real deal down here. So we basically figuratively, you know, gave them two to the back of the head and then sent them back to, to Buffalo. We should have made them ride in the trunk on the bus on the way back to the airport is all I'm saying about that. So that's one. That's one rant. And then secondly, when comparing – uh, Josh Allen to Patrick Mahomes, these people on TV and the Buffalo fans, they're just getting a little bit out over their skis, are they not? I mean, you got Patrick Mahomes, who statistically, metrically, and via the eyeball test, is the most incredible, most magnificent young quarterback that has ever lived and is doing things that are impossible every year of his young career. And then you got this young guy, this young upstart from Buffalo. And I want to give him all the credit he deserves. When the two old guys retire, he's going to be one of the top three players in the NFL. He's magnificent. But the first two or three years of this guy's career, he was not very good. And his, his playoff record on the road is 0-4. And these guys on TV and the Buffalo fans, they think he's Patrick Mahomes. I am offended by this. He's not Patrick Mahomes. There aren't any Patrick Mahomes. They're just Patrick Mahomes, the greatest young player that's ever lived by a good, solid margin. These guys, they make a couple of good plays, and then, then they think they're Superman. Oh, look, this guy is Babe Ruth. Hey, you, no other Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, you're right, Gino. Hey, listen to these numbers here I'm going to throw at you, okay? 
so Josh Allen's really good in the playoffs. 73% completion tonight. Really good. 329 yards. Brilliant last week. 84% completion. 308 yards. But look in the mirror, Bills. Look in the mirror. That whole team. Look in the mirror, including Josh Allen. Because it's okay you had some nice yardage here in the postseason, but why'd you have six losses? Why? Why'd you lose nine to six to the Jags? You know, why did you have some crappy games? You know, why did you get beat 41 to 15 by the Colts at home? Why did you lose to the Pittsburgh Steelers at home? Because this game would have been in Western New York. It would have been sightseeing trip at Niagara Falls. Snow and cold. That's where the game should have been. But you know what? They were the three seed. Why? They couldn't handle being at the top. So Josh Allen, who became everybody's, I use the word Messiah a lot for Justin Herbert. The week before the playoffs on January 9th, Josh Allen, 24-45, 239, 53% completion. It's not good. They had a three-point lead against the New York Jets, the New York freaking Jets, Eight minutes left in the fourth quarter. Circle back. Let's stay in 2022, all right? January 2nd, 2022, they played the Atlanta Falcons at home. And it was a close game for a while. They pulled away at the end by 14. But Josh Allen, that game, 11 for 26, 120 yards, three interceptions, 42% completion. Those numbers I just read you were right before that Patriots game. When everybody's crowning him, he's the best, he's the best, even though he did have, come into this game with two more interceptions than Patrick Mahomes has all season. But they didn't mention that. They didn't mention that. It doesn't fit the narrative. It doesn't fit the narrative of trying to tell me who the best quarterback in this league is when I see him every week. His name is Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City. League made adjustments to him. He adjusted right back. Two high safeties and all this. And I always use the baseball analogy with the Royals. Do you want to be Whit Merrifield or Brett Eibner? Because both of them are red hot when they came up. Then the league adjusted. Whit Merrifield adjusted right back with him. And he's a great player. An all-star player. Who's, where's Brett Eibner? See what I'm saying? The league adjusted to Mahomes. And you know what he did? Led an offense to finish with 2.71 points per drive. That's number one in the NFL, by the way. Number one. The Chiefs averaged 28.2 points a game this season. Making these adjustments. They were slowed down, right? You know what they averaged in 2019 when they won the Super Bowl? Same number. 28.2 points per game. Guess who the team that was number one in the NFL at 48.2% of the time? They touched the football. They scored. Either touchdown or field goal. Guess what NFL team that was? Is that the Bills? No. Was it the Chargers? No. Was it the Bucs? No. Was it the Chiefs? Yes. The Chiefs made the adjustment to the adjustment. Mark in Kansas City. What's up, Mark? Uh, hey, I, I just wanted to uh, uh, touch on a couple of things. It, it, it was the most unbelievable thing that I've ever seen. Uh, 13 seconds. Uh, you know, Tyreek Hill, 11 receptions. Uh, you know, 150 yards. Uh, but who did we count on late in the game? Mahomes, Hill, and Kelsey. Butker, yeah, okay, he hit his kick. You know, maybe it wasn't perfect, but he hit it. 
Uh, great supporting cast. I thought McKinnon and and Hardman did a great job. I think Clyde, throw Clyde in there too. Give, give Clyde some love because a lot of people are down on Clyde. I thought Clyde looked fresh and spry tonight. Again, it's this backfield by committee. Who is the hot hand? You're getting the football. You know, the, the leading rusher tonight was Mahomes. Mahomes was brilliant running the football. I mean, he was doing Josh Allen type stuff. Josh Allen, 11 carries, 68 yards. 14 okay. for a long – both of them hit the over, by the way, in Vegas. Mahomes was 7 for 69 yards, a touchdown, 34 yards was long. Clyde Edwards-Alaire, second on the Chiefs, with 60 yards rushing on just seven carries. Chiefs ran the damn ball for 182 yards against the number one defense. Hmm. Facade or real? Okay. On, on defense, who did we count on late in the game? Frank Clark, Chris Jones put pressure on Allen. Uh, you know, Tyron Matthew, uh, you know, I mean, it, there was something missing there. That's why we let that number 13 on the bills wide open. But, uh, you know, you know, enough about this game, you know, let's look to next week. We learned our lesson as far as the Bengals, you know, a few weeks ago, Jamar chase burned us. We cannot allow that to happen again. He's good. We can contain him. I, I don't know if we can stop him, but we can contain him. Yeah, Hopefully, here's the uh, thing, though. Here's the thing. Gabriel Davis was the number 13 you're talking about. Brilliant game. But, you know, coming in, there's like Stephon Diggs going to have the big game, right? Three catches, seven yards. So they limited him. Gabriel Davis did go off. I do not expect the same numbers from Jamar Chase. Of course, I don't expect the same numbers he had the last time. But I'm saying, one thing Cincinnati needs to worry about, my friend, they need to worry about Joe Burrow laying on the ground. Because... He he was killed, man. Nine sacks in that game, the most of postseason hit nine. He was sacked nine times. They have a terrible offensive line. It's terrible. Terrible. But they're where they're at. But again, tonight was, was about hosting the Bengals at home for either Buffalo or Kansas City. The one step to the Super Bowl. And the Chiefs are on a revenge tour. Hey, we remember what happened. We'll see what happens now at home. That game was in Cincinnati. This one's in Kansas City. This team has been brilliant at Arrowhead Stadium. Absolutely brilliant. They came in giving up 11 points a game in the last six at Arrowhead Stadium. Matthew was out, and that was a big difference. Jaron Reed got a sack. Remember, these guys were brought in here to help us. Jaron Reed's been a different guy with Melvin Ingram. Like, we talk about Jaron Reed now because being season, people are like, where's Jaron Reed? He's here, but he was here for a reason. But Melvin Ingram is the guy standing up. Melvin Ingram with the sack tonight. He was good against Buffalo with the Steelers in game one when he was a member of the Steelers because he wasn't here in week five. He was still with the Steelers. Buffalo was probably getting used to some new names out there they haven't seen before. But Jaron Reed got a sack. Melvin Ingram got a sack. You know, and there's Frank Clark sitting there with two tackles. And I know people are down on Frank Clark. But go look up who's number five all-time in sacks in the postseason. That name is Frank Clark. Let's go to Isaac at Topeka. What's up, Isaac? What's going on, Bink? How are you? How are you? Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Uh, I was at the game tonight. Um, I just want to dedicate this call to the nauseating, arrogant, smelly Bills Mafia tonight. They uh, they were very, very confident uh, with 13 seconds left. The, the beer was flying. The middle fingers were going to cheese fans. Uh, they were very, very confident that they were going to get the win tonight. But 
as mentioned earlier, the Grim Reaper showed up and showed out. He took the souls of the mafia and they got real quiet real quick and they were the first ones out the door. Um, it was a great sight to see. I, I'm excited to see where this matchup's going to be in the next 10 years or so. I, I feel like this is going to be a, a real rivalry and uh, Chiefs fans and Bills fans are kind of 1A. But will it be Isaac? I, I don't know. I, will it be? I mean, are they going to show enough stomach to be here every year? I don't know. Or is Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes going to be the rivalry? I don't know. We want to say it's Allen and Mahomes. Both of them play brilliant. But you know what? Joe Burrow's pretty damn good, too. And is it going to be him? Lamar Jackson's won an MVP. Obviously, that team is the most hammered, hampered by injuries in the NFL. He's still Sean Watson. We still don't know what's going to happen to him. Who knows if Aaron Rodgers ends up in the AFC? But the AFC is loaded in quarterback talent. Much, much different than that NFC that just doesn't have young guns, except for Kyler Murray. And unfortunately, he was on the couch watching the game like all of us. But that's what happened. Justin Herbert, the clear messiah. Let's go to Tom in Columbus, Ohio. What's up, Tom? Hey, man, thanks for the call. Hey, I just wanted to share a couple things here. Um, I listened to uh, the national broadcast, uh, Jim Nance and Tony Romo. What is the deal with Romo? I, I tell you, he just frustrates me. And with 13 seconds left, he called the win for Buffalo. Did you catch that? He said that between... Uh, you know, I go back. I listen to our broadcast with Mitch and Clang, and like to sync it up with the TVs and stuff as well. And and I will listen to what Nance and Romo have to say. But I, I didn't hear what he said. I, it's the thing about announcers. Romo's usually he usually says a lot of good things about the Chiefs. He did tonight as well. He was like everybody else thought the game was over, but Mahomes changed their mind. Like Mahomes changed their mind. Now when you watch Chiefs game or they watch Chiefs games, Mahomes still got the ball and there's still time on the clock. They learn their lesson. Considered tonight lesson builder by Patrick Mahomes. He took him to school. Hope yeah, they took sure. notes. Sometimes i got to switch over to Mitch, too, because I just can't handle it. Listen to Mitch. Mitch is great. And yeah, Dana absolutely. and Kling and all those guys, they do a great job. And the weapons, the weapons, when our weapons are all all there and, and we mix it up, nobody can touch us. And, and the national pundits, the, the goofs on ESPN, all those guys, I, a lot of times I just think they're pushing their narrative uh, to get the dollars up and thrown in the gambling pool. You know, everybody just just goes the other way. Chiefs are seven-point favorites in Vegas. You know what? <laughs> the one city that has believed in the Chiefs the whole year has been Las Vegas. They were the Super Bowl favorites coming into the season. The Chiefs kept getting favored. They were the favorite team tonight. Not by a lot, but they were still the favorite team. Already seven-point favorites over the Bengals. Vegas does love the Chiefs. Not the Raiders, but the city of Vegas. Hey, look, thanks for the uh, opportunity. I'll let somebody else in. Thank you very much for the phone call, Tom. Much appreciated. We're going to take a timeout. We come back. The Grim Reaper from ArrowheadPride.com. Pete Sweeney next. You're listening to the Arrowhead Pride Post Game Show, brought to you by Andy's Frozen Custard. Andy's Cookie Casanova Jackhammer is back. Just for the new year, hurry in for hot fudge, warm cookies, and frozen custard. Tune in Mondays at 2.15 for our weekly conversation with Patrick Mahomes on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Welcome back to the Arrowhead Pride Post Game Show, brought to you by Andy's Frozen Custard. Andy's Cookie Casanova Jackhammer is back. Just for the new year, hurry in for hot fudge, warm cookies, and frozen custard. Here's Jay Binkley. Been watching football for a long time. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever seen anything like that. You get a touchdown scored by Mahomes, then Josh Allen comes back. There's only a minute two left in the game, 13 seconds. 
to greatness. Just the ups and downs. How is this postgame show going to go? We're going to start talking about next year and who we're going to draft in the first round. Or are we going to talk about the AFC title game against the Bengals? All of it was in the air, up in the air. Didn't know which direction we're going to do. Let's go down to the phone lines and talk to the editor-in-chief, ArrowheadPride.com. 13 seconds of glory himself, Pete Sweeney. What's up, Pete? Jay, how we doing? I'm, I'm fine, Pete. I'm on cloud nine tonight. I've said this is a bourbon, beer, and Waffle House night. Um, I loved Andy Reid's quote. I've been here since the beginning. You have, too, with Andy Reid. If it's grim, go be the grim reaper, he tells Patrick Mahomes. I love that you've taken a akin to this uh, quote, the Grim Reaper. Did Mahomes become the Grim Reaper tonight? Yeah, I remember when he first became the starting quarterback of Kansas City, there was this whole thing about him needing a nickname, and I know that we leaned into Showtime, and I don't really feel like Showtime stuck. I mean, we do use it from here and there. I know that there's gear in the city, and I don't know. When you, when you get a nickname, uh, to me, it has to come a little bit naturally, and, and this was – the the natural moment. Uh, I I don't know if Andy Reid was even planning to say something like that, but the Grim Reaper I, I think is is fitting in the sense that, hey man, continue to doubt him, you know, all, all you want. I mean, we're watching the greatest quarterback in NFL history, and I, I think tonight was a nice reminder of that. Just to have a, a a season that was over. I mean, with 13 seconds to go, the season was over, and he kept his guys calm. And he realized, okay, we could we can probably get off two or three plays here. And on the play before with Travis Kelsey, and and they ad libbed the route and went more to a soft spot as opposed to running a specific route. And that's just the connection that these two guys created and then have, and and just to get Butker another opportunity there. It just showed leadership, and and it just showed nothing can can really stop the Kansas City Chiefs. I I just feel like after this game and what they were able to do on on Sunday night here. Hard to believe that any other team is going to be able to stop them. Pete, you're a big fan like myself of the great game of NFL football. We were treated to great games tonight. But growing up, loving this game, there was always that guy, that quarterback like Elway, Joe Montana. There was always that guy, Steve Young. There was always that guy, if you left too much time, they were going to cut your heart out. And you knew it. You knew by leaving him a minute or a minute and a half that don't celebrate that touchdown because they're still getting the ball back. Like Mahomes has become that so much so, but 13 seconds to go down there and uh, get that field goal and then do what he did in overtime was unbelievable. I know, we consider him that guy. I know that like Eckler and Mike Williams and that, the Chargers, the first game of the season, they were talking about we didn't want to leave Mahomes too much time. I think the book has been shut at this point, Pete. Patrick Mahomes is now the Grim Reaper, whatever you want to call. You don't leave him time because he'll cut your throat out. Yeah, I, I, I just think it. You've seen it over the past year or so because you know this is the first year where Patrick Mahomes really struggled. I mean, there were there were games where you know you were wondering is he just kind of broken. I mean, it was brought up nationally, and, and you wondered how much truth there could be to that. I mean, it was very clear that he was pressing quite a bit, didn't really seem all that comfortable in the pocket. Um, things really weren't bouncing the Chiefs' way where in, in previous years they had. He was costing the team certain games with interceptions, uh, and then he, he just kept on playing and kept on working and, and learned how to, to, to beat the cover two, learn how to be a little bit more comfortable taking um, some of those short to intermediate passes and as you've seen him adjust in that fashion and the Chiefs leaned a little bit more into the run game those deeper plays are starting to to open back up for him and I I just think he you saw a couple times tonight 
with these sidearm throws and throwing on the run and the touchdown to Pringle just dropping it in there as he's getting pressured and, and off balance. It's just, it's a, it's amazing to watch. And tonight was a national reminder when you have, you know, I would say the majority of, of these national heads and, you know, they all make their picks. And it seemed to be about 75% were picking the Buffalo Bills. And people were so confident in Buffalo just walking into Arrowhead. And to their credit, they almost got this thing done. I mean, we're going to lean into how great the Chiefs are, and deservedly so. Uh, but they were 13 seconds away from, from finally accomplishing what they've been working on for the past two or three years. And I don't think this is the last we're going to see the Buffalo Bills. But you certainly gain a lot of confidence, I think, if you're the Kansas City Chiefs. And, and I think you really know for, for good now, right? Yeah. Uh, we. Let's not forget, Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in, in the league, and it's just on another plane. Like They're the top five quarterbacks, and I think Joe Burrow and Josh Allen may be included in, those, in them, but there's just another plane that, that nobody can touch that I, I think Mahomes reaches. Yeah, Buffalo's one of those teams. They behave their coaching staff rated with Frazier and Dable going other places. They've already lost their assistant GM. But the thing about it is, Pete, you know they did lose in Kansas City, but as I've been saying, they need to look in the mirror. This is their fault. It's their fault losing to Jacksonville. It's their fault losing at home handily to the Colts. It's their fault losing to the Steelers at home. This game had been played in Western New York. It may have a different outcome, but the fact is they didn't get the job done. So they need to look in the mirror and say, why were we playing in Kansas City? It's because you weren't consistent through the season. You didn't hold on to that being that team to beat like other teams do. Yeah, and and I, I think you're right, and and who knows if this game's in Buffalo, maybe the Bills win. I mean, it, it was that close. It was such a, a great a great battle between these two quarterbacks. I think a lot of times we go into games, and you know we think they're going to be certain things. And so going into this game, we thought it would be a heavyweight matchup, a heavyweight bout between Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes, where defense wasn't really going to be uh, something that, that you won the game with. It was really going to be who outscores the other one. And we talked about maybe needing to get into the 30s to do it. Turned out that you needed to get into the 40s to, to do it. And 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 it, it the game ended up being exactly what we thought it was going to be. And I think that's just so rare in the NFL where we go in and we predict a certain thing is going to happen and it just doesn't end up being that or one player plays bad. Man, Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen had perfect nights. This was a, this was a heavyweight bout, uh, and Patrick Mahomes ended up getting the ball first in overtime. And as we know well in Kansas City, uh, sometimes that happens where the, the, the coin doesn't bounce your way, you never touch the football, and, and that's just the, the way the NFL is built right now. But, uh, my God, what a, what a matchup between these two quarterbacks. And I, I just tweeted it out, and I'll say it here. I think it's the second of many. I mean, I don't think this is the last time we see Mahomes and Allen. We're always wondering who that, who that rivalry is going to be. I think this will be one of them um, between Mahomes and Allen. And, and at, at some point, you think that, it, that maybe Allen gets one of these, but not tonight. It's, uh, it's champagne toasting in Kansas City. Pete, should we be uh, happy that Butker missed a field goal, missed an extra point? Because he had he made them, we wouldn't have the drama at the end. <laughs> like, this game would have been – yeah, we, we, if he makes those – we win the game, the Chiefs win the game, and we don't have this this feeling that we can't sleep and walk on cloud nine tomorrow. We'll still do that, but wouldn't have that drama at the end had he made those. No, no, and and he doesn't really struggle like like that. I mean, he he has been locked in. You know, he, he did miss that game due to COVID, but uh, other than that, like well, yeah, he has been good. He's a Mister Reliable for the Chiefs. So it was it was weird to see him go through those struggles. 
And to his credit, I mean, you see it in the NFL all the time during these big games where if certain kickers miss at the beginning of the game, they kind of get uh, off for the rest of the game and, and you feel shaky about it. He came in in that spot with the 49-yarder in the fourth quarter having missed two kicks. And he, he seemed – I wish they would have gave him to us after the game. We didn't have an opportunity to talk to him. But he just seemed absolutely locked in for that kick. And, and uh, credit to him for being mentally tough there because I think there are a lot of kickers in the NFL. If they had missed those first two kicks, there's no way in hell they're making a 49-yarder with the season on the line. And so I just thought that was such a big part of the game. There's so many parts of this game, and, you know, and, and we're going to lean into the 13 seconds in Mahomes. But Butker was a part. Uh, I think the defense and, and playing poorly I, for the most part, but I think losing Tyron Matthew was a, a significant problem there. And, and there's just so many aspects to what was a, a great game. I can't wait to rewatch it, to tell you the truth, because, um, you know, being there was fun, but I, I just think sometimes you watch on the broadcast and it gives, a, it gives you an entirely different feel. Yeah, I want to watch it again, too. All right, what's the, what's the stats say to you, Pete? Because, you know, we know the Bills. You know, the Bills came in as the only team in the NFL in the playoffs, top five in offense, scoring offense, scoring defense. What's it say about 552 yards by the Kansas City Chiefs against the number one scoring defense, the number one total defense? Because that's what it was. This was offense beating defense, but that defense was no slouch, but gave up 42 points and 552 yards. Yeah, no, it's yeah. You got if you're pointing to one thing in your Buffalo, um, I think it's that that outburst and and not being able to stop Kansas City. Um, the, the Buffalo Bills received a gift. Uh, losing Tyron Matthew was a gift. Um, you know, it was a, it was a concussion early in the game. We'll have to see how he's feeling. I know that'll be something that we probably ask Andy Reid at tomorrow's press conference. But um, he's the glue. I mean, he he is he is Mister Kansas City Chiefs defense right now. That's why we're going to be following this thing with his contract. Once the offseason hits, but losing him was was such a uh, a terrible part, I think, for the, of the game for the Chiefs because he guides a lot of these young guys in the secondary, and he cleans a lot up. And I, I saw what the Chiefs were doing. I, I think they wanted to run him as maybe a lot of slot quarterback looks tonight. And don't forget, he plays a lot of different roles for this team, and he didn't have Rashad Fenton. Fenton didn't come and, and didn't practice with the back injury, and you saw the the Chiefs really suffered. I felt I think the entire secondary played worse. The entire defense played worse, and the Chiefs were fortunate in the fact that Patrick Mahomes could go blow for blow with Josh Allen. But if you have any quarterback that, that maybe is any other quarterback in the league, I don't know if you're winning this football game because of, of how significant the Matthew loss was. So that is such a point to watch, I think, as we go here, especially when you you know you combine that with the fact that you don't have Fenton, who was really outstanding for the Chiefs this year. So uh, getting these two guys back against the potent Cincinnati offense will be, will be critical. Um, you know, you don't you don't want to tempt fate, and I, I think losing Matthew was tough, um, and, and that's why you saw the Bills almost pull this thing off. You're listening to 610 Sports Radio, KCSP Kansas City, WDAF HD2 Liberty, and Odyssey Station. All right, I'll leave you with this, Pete. You know, you, you talk about Mahomes and Allen. That could be the rivalry in the AFC. There's There's so many to get to, but... One thing I've heard, Pete, you know, bringing on Buffalo people or even going on their stations as well, you know, I'll ask them. I say, you content, are your fans content with Josh Allen? Because there was a lot of cognitive dissonance when they didn't draft Patrick Mahomes. And that's what they dealt with the first year or so. Like, man, we could have had that guy. But then they were all fine with Josh Allen. And Josh Allen's a fantastic quarterback. Finished second in the MVP last year. But he's not Mahomes. Like, he's good. But he's not Mahomes. I wonder how they feel tonight. 
No, I, I, I think you got to come out of this game and, and I think you, you realize, okay, like Patrick Mahomes is just simply in another class. Um, I've been trying to, to kind of, you know, say that when I go on to these national programs or have these opportunities and interviews where, you, you know, you're, you're talking with these other folks and, and, you know, they, they tend to think that, that folks are catching up to Patrick Mahomes. It, it isn't, it isn't a, a thing where you, where they could catch up. I mean, we're watching an otherworldly quarterback. Like you had Peyton Manning, and he was one of the greats, right? But he you know, played at an unfortunate time. He was playing at a time where Tom Brady existed, and Brady prevented Manning from winning a lot more Super Bowls he might have won had Brady not existed. Patrick Mahomes is that. I mean, he's this generation's Tom Brady. He's this generation's Michael Jordan. And what he needs to kind of complete that is championships. We have seen the championship. Uh, but he needs multiple um, to to kind of be that person, and I I tend to think he will be. I I I think of the teams that are remaining, the Rams could maybe be competitive with the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs are far better than that 49ers team. I think they're going to play a better game that game than they did against the Bengals. The, the Chiefs you know lost that game to me. Um, that they're shooting themselves in the foot. I I think they learned from that experience. Now they're gonna welcome the Bengals in, and I tend to think they're going to win that one. So Mahomes has an opportunity to get his second title this year. Tom Brady is out of the mix. won't be a Chiefs-Bucks rematch. It's going to be an interesting uh, team out of the NFC if the Chiefs are able to get uh, past the Bengals. But, uh, wow, what what an opportunity here, I think, um, with these teams remaining to go get yourself your second title. And you can hear Pete Sweeney, our Chiefs insider, 8 o'clock Tuesday morning. You can also hear him uh, with the drive on um, on Wednesday afternoon at 3, then Pete and I will do Arrowhead Pride Radio at 6 o'clock on Wednesday night. And I'm sure the Burrow-Herbert discussion will come up, Pete, at some point. Because you know I'm, I'm going to be plant my flag on that hill. Yeah, you know what? Um, I, I think this quarterback thing is going to last for at least one more week because uh, All right. people are going to want to say that oh, yeah. Joe Burrow oh, yeah. is, the, is the better quarterback. Yeah, i got to back off what that you- stance now. Yeah, if if you get if you get to the Super Bowl, which which again the Chiefs are favored, um, I think they should take care of business. That you know they should win another AFC title here. Um, I I don't think anyone's going to be giving the other team the edge in the Super Bowl when you're either going up against the Stafford or Jimmy G. So it's it's one more week of this quarterback chatter. Uh, Patrick Mahomes will prove it again, and then we'll have to. Wait until next year for uh, the next great quarterback to be stepping up to Patrick Mahomes. By the way, Pete, uh, your Uber driver texted in and said hi to you. I didn't know you had. A, I didn't know you had a personal driver, but evidently you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I no matter what, you gotta, you gotta always have an Uber driver for sure. <laughs> well, he's, he must do it a lot because he's like uh, saying hi to Pete. He goes, "I drive Pete all the time." Okay, all right, that's fine. Pete's got a driver. <laughs> Interesting. I didn't know that. Uh, he likes you, man. Editor-in-chief, ArrowheadPride.com, Pete Sweeney. Pete, uh, get those stories rolling, man. All right. Bye. <laughs> always, always, don't forget, Andy Reid said this was this week about winning another Super Bowl. Yeah, well, if you like chocolate cake um, and you eat a piece uh, and then you have one dangled in front of your face, you're probably going to want to eat that too. Not much is going to stop you. So, I mean, that's how – that's how you feel about the Super Bowl. I mean, that's uh, that that is the chocolate cake with the ultimate frosting, and then uh, you, you need to you're going to try to go get it if you can. You know, that's the best you can. <laughs> so, Sandy Reid, do not dangle that chocolate cake. It's time for touchdown, Kansas City. They zone block it to the right, cut back left, run it goes to Edwards Hilaire, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Kansas. 
highlight-filled summary of the game with the voice of Chiefs Kingdom, Mitch Holtis. Touchdown, Kansas City! That's right, Touchdown Kansas City, brought to you by Tullamore Dew. When it's game time, it's totally time. Tonight was Mitch time, man. <laughs> this is a play-by-play guy's dream. We always put the highlights of Mitch up on Twitter at 610 Sports KC. Kramer cuts them. I put a picture, put them up there. You guys love him. You have to see other people looked at him tonight. A lot of views. It's people want to hear Mitch, and they'll retweet. Hey, I love hearing Mitch. Is there anybody better? The answer is no. There's nobody better. But last year in the AFC title game, the Buffalo Bills got off to a 9-0 lead. Well, the Buffalo Bills got off to a lead tonight. Now they trot Singletary into the backfield. Fourth and goal at the two with no score. A quick sweep. Near side, Singletary attacks the edge and gets the touchdown. Legereus Sneed gets blocked at the edge, and the Bills convert two fourth downs, the second one for a two-yard touchdown. They were converting those fourth downs. The one thing that scared me this game was Josh Allen. You know, he'll take a third and four, make a first down. I'll take a fourth and two and get a first down. He's hard to bring down. It's much different than the stone in the pocket they faced last week than with Ben Roethlisberger. But that was 13 plays, 71 yards. That took 6.57 off the clock. That touchdown, 8.03 in the first quarter. But the Chiefs would happily respond. Line up Tyreek Hill in the backfield. They look to swing it to him. That's covered. Now Mahomes trying to keep the play alive into the pocket, shifts to his left. He will scramble at the five, lunging forward at the far front pylon. And what will they rule here? The officials confer, no signal given. They're going to say, touchdown, Kansas City. Only on the field is a touchdown. Eight-yard scramble by Mahomes. In this drive, almost all Mahomes on scrambles. 35 Seven, and now eight for a touchdown to potentially tie the game. How can you sleep now? You got Mitch Holtis, touchdown Kansas City. That was Patrick Mahomes on an eight-yard run. Harrison Butker, extra point, 11 plays, 74 yards, 537 off the clock, 226 left in the first quarter, a tied-up game at seven. But then the Kansas City Chiefs would add to that seven-point lead. Mahomes spread out, now peeling back to the right. Two Bills chasing him. He'll fire for the end zone. It's caught. Right side, Byron Pringle. Right between two Bills. Touchdown, Kansas City. Mahomes with danger in his face. Stares that danger down, and the Chiefs have a 13-7 lead. Love it. 12 plays, 86 yards, 651 off the clock. Byron Pringle, Mr. Catch, touchdowns all the time. Not bad for an undrafted guy from Kansas State. Hmm? 14-7, Kansas City Chiefs, a minute 52 left in the third quarter. But the Bills would get a touchdown there at the end of the uh, first half. Allen being pressured. He fires over the middle, wide open. It is caught for a touchdown. And the Bills with the catch made in the end zone by Gabriel Davis. The Chiefs gambled on a sellout blitz, and the Bills read it. And Josh Allen has an 18-yard touchdown pass at 37 seconds to go in the half. Gabriel Davis, you know, we talked about Stephon Diggs. What can he do? But Dawson Knox, the tight end, got a couple touchdowns last week for Buffalo. But Gabriel Davis, four touchdowns tonight. Simply unbelievable. But that was an 18-yard pass from Josh Allen. Seven plays, 75 yards, minute 15 off the clock. 37 seconds left before halftime. So the halftime score would be 14-all. But the Chiefs won the toss, and they deferred. They get the ball back second half. Third quarter, Harrison Butker drills a 39-yard field goal, 13 plays, 54 yards. That drive 
in the third quarter took 7.59 off the clock for the Chiefs. 7.59 culminated in a Harrison Butker field goal, bringing the score 17-14 Kansas City Chiefs. Then with 2.06 left in the third quarter, it was the Jet. They fake Jen Action, or they give it to Jen Action. The left side, Hardman waits for a block, and he gets the 15-10, explodes, dives. The Jet has landed the plane. Touchdown, Kansas City, on an incredible 25-yard jet sweep by McColl the Jet Hardman. So the jet sweep with McColl the Jet Hardman. According to Mitch Holtis, it was some great calls all the time, but a great calls. On McCole Hardman, 25-yard touchdown. Harrison Butker did miss that that uh, extra point, but that was five plays, 61 yards, 243 off the clock, 206 remaining in the third quarter. That made the score 23 to 21 or 23 to 14 at that point. So there's 206 right there. <laughs> then just 10 seconds went off the clock until Josh Allen did this. The Bills in this game are three of three on fourth down. Chiefs are playing back, playing coverage at the sticks. And the Chiefs get a rush on Josh Allen of four. Allen pump faking. Now he'll fire left side, wide open in the end zone. Touchdown, Buffalo. At a minute 54 to go, the Chiefs blow coverage. Gabriel Davis on a 27-yard catch. Gabriel Davis scored quickly there. That was the end of the third quarter, 23-21, Kansas City over Buffalo. Harrison Butker would add a 28-yard field goal, making the score 26-21 in the fourth quarter. But then, guess who once again for the Buffalo Bills? Three wide to the left, single wide to the right. First and 10 for the Bills at the Kansas City 19. Allen in the pocket, fires for the end zone, caught touchdown on a post pattern. Touchdown, Buffalo Bills to take the lead. Gabriel Davis on a post at 13 seconds to go in the game on a 19-yard strike. So the score was 33-36 to uh, 36 of Buffalo. Buffalo 36, Kansas City 33. Gabriel Davis, 19-yard touchdown pass from Josh Allen. Six plays, 75 yards, 49 seconds off the clock. All right, so this came before Tyreek Hill and that 64-yard touchdown pass came before that. Five plays, 75 yards, 52 seconds off the clock at a minute 02. Gabriel Davis scored that. Then Harrison Butker with the 49-yard field goal. Three plays, 44 yards, 13 seconds off the clock. And that all sets up our Tullamore touchdown of the game. The Tully touchdown of the game brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. This was the game clincher for the Kansas City Chiefs. 36-36 tie in overtime. Chiefs first down and goal to go. Mahomes looks to throw it. Pump faking right side. He wants it. A comeback cut. It is caught by Kelsey. Touchdown, Kansas City. One of the greatest duos in the history of the National Football League. Patrick Mahomes to Travis Kelsey on a push fade comeback. And the Chiefs have won this incredible divisional playoff game in overtime. That was the Tully touchdown of the game brought to you by, by Tullamore Dew. Irish whiskey. Great calls there by Mitch Holtis, as always. So the Kansas City Chiefs get the win tonight over the Buffalo Bills. Face Cincinnati, 2 o'clock next Sunday. Chiefs already a seven-point favorite in that. If you want to call, if you have some reaction, we'll take your calls. We'll hear from the locker room as well. 913-576-7610 is the phone number. Back to you next. You're listening to the Arrowhead Pride Post Game Show. 
Brought to you by Andy's Frozen Custard. Andy's Cookie Casanova Jackhammer is back. Just for the new year, hurry in for hot fudge, warm cookies, and frozen custard. Tune in Mondays at 7.30 for our weekly conversation with Derek Johnson on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Welcome back to the Arrowhead Pride postgame show. Brought to you by Andy's Frozen Custard. Andy's Cookie Casanova Jackhammer is back. Just for the new year, hurry in for hot fudge, warm cookies, and frozen custard. Here's Jay Binkley. Don't want to sound like a broken record, but 42 to 36, Chiefs over eh, the national media's pick, the Buffalo Bills. And once again, the Chiefs are in the AFC title game. No team has ever done four straight at home. First time it's ever happened. Like, you want to see Mahomes win road playoff games? May not have to. Keeps getting them here at Arrowhead Stadium. Chiefs are the favorite home team. Road, the road teams are winning this weekend, right? Niners beat the Packers at Lambeau. Rams beat the Bucks in Tampa. Cincinnati beat the Titans in Tennessee. Chiefs held serve at Arrowhead Stadium. Props to you, Chiefs fans. Props to Arrowhead Stadium. Getting the job done tonight in Kansas City. Let's go to Corey in St. Joe. What's up, Corey? Yeah, Bink, I've seen it. I've seen it this time, I swear, man. I'm serious. When I'm talking like about that hand pump thing where they get the extra 25 seconds, Pat, he did it late in the game. Late, they did the hand pump thing. They got 25 seconds. Not being conspiratorial. What is that? Darby. Well, hey, I lost you there, Corey. I bad connection. I, you said something about twenty five seconds, the hand pump. What? Not sure where you're going there, Josh in Overland Park. What's up, Josh? Hey, what's up, Bank? It's a great night to be a Chiefs fan, man. Absolutely. At the end of the day, like we hear this national narrative, no matter who it is, whether it was Lamar Jackson, whether it was Josh Herbert, like all these young quarterbacks, it's going to be Joe, Joe Burrow next, and uh, of course they had their the media had their their feelings about who Josh Allen was. Like, they always discount Pat's legs. They were like, Josh is a better runner. He had more yards. He had more yards throwing the ball. The fact of the matter is the man just takes souls. If he's got any time on the clock and you got those weapons, which get disrespected in the media too, how often have we heard that George Kittle was better than Travis Kelsey? Tell, tell me how many other tight ends can make that catch even. Man, he got both feet in. It was beautiful. But at the end of the day, we're just going to keep on doing what we do at 816 Continue to rack up championships while people talk. And here's the thing. Joe Burrow's going to come into town. He got sacked nine times. Nine times. The offensive line is horrendous. And here's the thing. It doesn't matter if you try to beat us with one weapon. Jamar Chase can go off. Like, Gabriel Davis went off. He had four touchdowns, 200-plus yards. And at the end of the day, it's over, man. You can't beat a full-team effort. Period. My man Melvin Ingram took soul. I love it. Man, we're just playing good. And get, get Clyde Edwards, uh, Elair, the ball, please. The man doesn't get any carries and still puts up 69 yards. He looked great today. Again, these running backs look great. And you know what they should? They should look great. You're not seeing eight-man fronts. You got Mahomes as a quarterback. It's a running back stream. This line is doing a great job run blocking. They're doing a great job protecting Mahomes tonight. Mahomes doing a nice job scrambling when he wanted to. But, again, you're not facing eight-man fronts. You're going to do stuff like this. You know? And the Chiefs ran the option play. People didn't like the option play that Blake Bell ran. Again, the Chiefs have given teams so many things to look at. It was just a variation of something different they hadn't seen before. It didn't work. But I'm not going to crush them for things that don't work because that's what people did last week. Just seen the text line. Well, McCall Hardman fumbled that ball, Daryl Williams. Oh, they're too cute. But for some reason, I didn't hear back from the same people when Travis Kelsey threw a touchdown pass. Didn't hear from them. Didn't hear when Nick Allegretti caught a touchdown pass. 
Didn't hear from him. They lose the number? Not exactly sure. Let's go to TJ in Illinois. What's up, TJ? Hey, how much? Hey, I was just curious what your opinion was on the penalty tonight and the officiating. I I didn't. Look, officiating's been terrible. There's no question about it. Um, I didn't have a problem with tonight's game. Uh, the Chiefs, no, I, the, I the Bills had three penalties. The Chiefs had one for ten yards. So I'm not gonna not gonna complain about a game with four penalties. No, not complaining either. There was a lot of a uh, lot of helmet to helmet contact. Now. They let really them play. The they let them play. Yeah, they let them play. That was so cool. Yeah, I'm not going to complain about the officiating tonight. There's no way. All right, appreciate you. All right, thank you. Yeah, I just the officiating four penalties. <laughs> Letting them play football was those are things you probably could have called at some point, maybe. Yeah, but there's a couple things that look bad, like come with the helmet, and they weren't because the helmet was slipped off and didn't hit them. It was very deceiving at times. Let's go to Steve Lenexa, who likes to call and tell me how the Chiefs are going to lose each and every week, except they don't. What do you got tonight, Steve? Are you going to pee? You going to pee on my Wheaties tonight? What are you going to say? What are you going to say when the Chiefs keep winning, Steve? What is going to come out of your mouth that is full of crap? Because if I gave you an X-lax every time you called, you would disappear. That's how full of crap you are. What do you got for me tonight? Tell me how bad the Chiefs are. Tell me. Tell me, Steve. You, you got to hate this, man. You got to hate this. You got to hate the Chiefs keep winning, even though every week you call and tell me they're going to lose. Give me something good, Steve. I hate to interrupt your premature AFC championship celebration and disrespecting the Cincinnati Bengals, but, you know, uh, I'll call and tell you that Big Red almost blew this game. Big Big Red tried a gadget play on fourth and one and almost and almost nuked your entire season. But guess what? He tied, he tied Don Shula for third all-time in postseason so. wins, Steve. He He's third all-time in postseason wins. He's won 12 games in four straight years. He's in the AFC title game for four straight years. You know, he did that in I'm Philly, just, too. Uh, I'm just telling you, if you pull that stuff against Cincinnati, you're, you're, you're going to be. You're you know what, Steve? Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. I want you to have some sky. I want you, I want you listen. When the big red. All right. Be quiet for a second, Steve. Be, be quiet. All right. I, I got to put you on hold, man. You're just, I'm just getting rid of you. I don't need this tonight, man. They bur beer, bourbon, and waffle out. Here's the thing, Steve. Listen up. I want you to grab some Skyline Chili. I want you to get your Cincinnati because you're, you're a Chargers fan. You've been everybody's fans this year, except for the Chiefs. And you got to hate this, man. Like, you got to hate your life that you root against the Chiefs every week and they just keep winning. So get your Skyline Chili. Call up Cincinnati Bengals Radio this week. Call Cincinnati Radio Bengal and let them know how much you like the Cincinnati Bengals. Let them know that you love that offensive line. Let them know that you like – the third most sacked team in the NFL. The number one sack quarterback was Joe Burrow. But call him and let him know that you were happy about those nine sacks the Bengals defensive line gave up. Call him. Tell him you love it. Go for it. Have fun. Have fun uh, rooting on your Hootay Bengals. What's up, Blake? Blake in Harrisonville, what's up? Hey, Bank, what's going on? What's going on with you? Grab that phone. Let's go. Yeah, gotcha. Hey, uh... I'm about uh, 18 beers into my 24 pack. Yes. And I, got one more, and I got one more dip of chew left. So, uh, but better go. I question, huh? I guess I guess my question was, uh, what what you think of Nick Bolton tonight? I thought he had a couple great plays tonight that nobody's talking about. Kind of saved the game, I think. Really, there's one on fourth down and one on third down. Nick Bolton has been outstanding this year. 
He was uh, second on the team. Dan Sorensen actually led the way with nine tackles. Jerry Steed, nine. Then there was Nick Bolton with eight. And the one thing about Nick Bolton, this is who he is. I mean, this is who, when the Chiefs drafted him, Kramer wasn't even the first round. That's how much he valued Nick Bolton. All right? They ended up getting him in the second round. But if you watch Mizzou games, he's who you talked about the water cooler. Hey, did you see Nick Bolton yesterday? Some people just have a knack to be around the football at all times. That's Nick Bolton. He's just always around it. I mean, he led the Chiefs in tackles, over 100 tackles. And his playing time wasn't nearly what other people's were. He just makes tackles. And he's going to be the green dot guy that gets a signal for years to come. So I've said, you think of Derek Johnson, the great inside linebackers for the Kansas City Chiefs? This has been, this has been linebacker you here with the Kansas City Chiefs. Nick Bolton's going to add to that. And not only that, second round pick. Name me another GM that had a better second round than Creed Humphrey and Nick Bolton without having a combine. I dare you to do it. Find me a GM that had a better trade deadline deal than Melvin Ingram. Oh, wait. It's Brett Veach. 100%. That's your GM in the year. I hear all these other names for GM. No, no. Your GM in the year is Brett Veach. There's no question about it. No combine, yet he drafts Creed Humphrey, Nick Bolton, Tree Smith, all contributors to this team. All contributing to this team. In the Jerry Sneed, he got the fourth round the year before. <laughs> Come on, man. That's your GM of the year. Corey in Utah. What's up, Corey? Hey, what's up? How are you? I'm good. How are you? You know what? If I was even better, I'd be you, Corey. Hell yeah. Hey, I am proud of this team. I was an emotional wreck this game. You know, it was... It messed with my emotions, and I listen to this show after every game. It's my therapy. And this team showed some grit. This team showed more grit than we've seen all season, and that's what's going to take you to the Super Bowl. And this team will show some grit and dig in, and they will go to the Super Bowl this year. You know, I like the enthusiasm. You're in Utah. Super Bowl's in L.A. Just saying. I've made that drive before. Hey, you can get on a plane, do whatever you want. You got a hub out there. Isn't Delta hub out there? Quick flight to L.A.? You drove from Utah to L.A., Vic? I have, yes. I've also driven to Vegas. That's a good time. I've also driven to D.C. I've also driven to Providence. And I've flown, too. But sometimes, I just like getting behind the wheel and going. You know what I mean? Like, my, my end-all be-all is to have, the, like, a Madden Cruiser type thing. And just see this beautiful country on the road. Stop at roadside diners, man. Just enjoy life. The beautiful scenery, the mountains, the beaches. There's nothing like getting behind the wheel and driving, Kramer. And there's nothing like getting behind the wheel and driving to celebrate. Like the Kansas City, when you drive to work tomorrow, you're going to be in a good mood. When you stand at that water cooler or whatever, whatever water cooler COVID rules you have, and you get bottled water or whatever, you're going to enjoy this, right? You're going to go kiss Larry in accounting and say, Larry, I love you, man. Let's talk about the Chiefs and Bengals. Let's talk about it. But you're going to be in a good mood. Nothing's going to bother you. Hell, tax time is coming, and you don't care. You don't care when that W-2 comes. You don't care about potholes. You don't care about anything when your team's winning. That's just how things go. Let's go to Liberty. Talk to Trent. What's up, Trent? Trent. Jay, Jay, question for you. What's the running back situation, in your opinion, who you start and who's our number one guy? Thank you. (laughs) Running back roulette. Clyde, McKinnon, combination. Daryl's been hurt, so that's not in your rotation. I, I, I just like this running back by committee. 
they've all proven they can catch and catch well. Clyde can catch. McKinnon certainly can. Daryl can. He had 1,000 yards rushing and receiving. They can. I've always said, if you're going to be a running back for Andy Reid, number one, you got to be able to block for Patrick Mahomes because you are the last line of defense. Two, can you catch? Three, how good a runner are you? And I may put, do you not fumble ahead of everything because he hates turnovers. But, again, it's pick your poison. And I'll say this. Does it really matter? Does running back for the Kansas City Chiefs really matter? Patrick Mahomes, the two quarterbacks, led their teams in rushing tonight. It doesn't matter. It's by committee. And they all do well at different times. You know, Clyde looked fresh tonight. Did 60 yards against the number one defense. Had a great catch. He looked great. McKinnon looked great last week. 142 yards, total yards. And I get it. Pittsburgh's defense against the run sucks. They're 32nd. But they're good against the pass. But he caught the ball and ran the ball. He did everything well. Let's go to Austin, Texas. Man, we got Chiefs Nation. Man. It's Chiefs Kingdom. We've heard from Illinois. We've heard from Utah. We've heard from Lamexa. Let's go to Austin and talk to Lori. What's up, Lori? Hey, how are you doing tonight? You're sounding pretty good and happy. Thanks, Lori. I am happy, man. Why can't you be happy? This is this is oh, happiness. Happy. I, I've been up since 6 a.m., and I'm supposed to be back at work at 6 o'clock in the morning tomorrow. Well, you might as well today. just stay up. That's, that's why I'm, I'm still listening. I'm still listening. Thank you. Got the lights on and I'm doing stuff. But, oh, that was just. I listened to Mitch because most of the time I was at work while the game was going on, and I was listening to him. And I walked into the apartment. My brother had a game on the TV, and that's when they scored with 13 seconds left. So I just went to my room and I stayed in my room. <laughs> you know what though, <laughs> Mitch? Mitch is like. Like, we're lucky to have him in Kansas City. Like, he paints the oh. – our broadcasters are great. You know, you the Royals with Denny and and Ryan and yeah. those guys. But they, they paint the picture, and they do such a great job of painting the scene, the picture, and the metaphors and everything else they come up with. But it's brilliant listening to these guys. Lori, I once had oh, a, I once had a gal that was blind, and I gave her Royals Fan Fest tickets. This was back when it was before his Borough Hall. It was at the Overland Park Convention Center. And she got to meet uh-huh. a lot of the Royals. But the number one person she uh-huh. wanted to meet was Denny Matthews. She was blind, and he painted the picture for her. I remember you guys talking about that on one of the broadcasts when he was on. And it, that's what they do. It's like I, I imagine I'm there. I well, mean, that's I their job, and that's they do it well. Oh, they are so great. They are so great. I'm so thankful for our team and our coach, his calmness, um, Everybody that I, there's just I don't have the words to say because I I'm over 55 so it's like I remember the first Super Bowl I remember watching that because we got out of church early and I was the first game I got to watch football on color TV back then and. I've been a fan. Well, you know what, Laura? You're down in Texas, right? You're down in Texas, right? Well, I grew up in Southwest Kansas. Well, you're in Texas right now, right? Yes, Stars and Stripe are deep in in bright, right in the heart of Texas. Can you wake? Are you? Is people sleeping at your place right now? My brother. Wake him up! Say, let's go, Chiefs! Give it to me, Lori. Give it to me before let. Give me. Let's go, Chiefs! Wake your brother up. Let's go. Okay. How about how about if I do it this way? 
Let's go cheese. That wasn't loud enough, man. He's still sleeping now. That wasn't loud enough, Lori. I got neighbors. Um, I don't care. I don't care about your neighbors. Chiefs won, Lori. Why do you care about your neighbors? I Let them know. Treat. I got three hot chocolates from the Dallas fans at work. Oh, just let them know, Lori. Yo, <laughs> let's go, Chiefs. All right. All right, Lori. You, you keep it cool. You keep your people sleeping. That's cool. But I'll yell it. I've been yelling it. You're yelling at your car right now. Everybody's driving down Metcalf right now. Cruising in. Get yourself a late night cheeseburger. You know what I'm saying? We'll take a timeout. We'll hear more from you and we'll hear from Lock- Locker Room. Actually, we won't. We won't take a time. We'll just keep it here. We'll just keep it here. You know what? I want to keep it here. You know what I want to keep it here? I'm going to talk to the people, Kramer. I want to talk to people. I want to hear from the locker room. I'm in a good mood tonight. It's funny how that sports does this to us. It puts us in these moods. We get to keep going, man. We're not wrapping up the season tomorrow, man. <laughs> Six Dead Sports Radio. We're not talking about this game, hanging our heads down, going, oh, what if? You're not saying that. You got a pep in your step. All that Chiefs clothes in your closet, you get to wear again. You get to wear again on Friday. Not that you wear it anyway. You're always going to wear it. But on Friday, Red Friday next week, put it back on. You know, save the blue when the Royals play. It's coming out. It's Chiefs time right now. And it's an AFC title game. I mean, again, it's like what we have every year. I don't take it for granted either. Just getting to the title game. So I don't know how old you are, but if you're as old as me, maybe older, because I wasn't alive the first Super Bowl. Maybe you were, and you remember that time. I wasn't. I had to wait. I used to have season tickets in the 80s when the Chiefs weren't very good, and I'd get the Chiefs cards. Kramer, the police used to give us Chiefs cards, like through the 80s, right? And we'd collect them. It was fun. And I'd go out there, 75 bucks a year for season tickets in the 80s. I was a student. That was what it cost. It was cheap. But they didn't go to the title game. Didn't go to the AFC title game. It was, no. Then in 93 seasons, it was new life. You know, they made it to Buffalo. When Buffalo was on that uh, four-year Super Bowl run. Didn't get the job done. And that's how, I, when I was a kid, that's how I viewed the Buffalo Bills. They beat the Chiefs. Like, I'm just glad they got there. You know, maybe other teams are looking at their teams saying, I'm just glad we got there. But they hate the Kansas City Chiefs now. <laughs> they hate them. Yeah, there's a lot of bandwagon out there. But, man, they are tired of the Chiefs beating themselves, beating their team. Each it, it cuts their heart out, man. They're excited during training camp. They listen to clowns like Ryan Clark say the Chiefs are broken and you got a chance, and they start believing they have a chance. and They start ordering from fanatics uh, the Chargers gear, Bills gear, whatever, because they believe they have a, a chance. And they ask for it for Christmas, different gear and hats and stuff from other teams. Only to just get beat once again by the Kansas City Chiefs. It's a beautiful thing. It really is. Let's go to Topeka and talk to Chris. What's up, Chris? Hey, man. How's it going? Good. How are you? Oh, you know, just just absolutely living the dream, it feels like, man. Just It's, it's just so surreal right now with, with, with all the success that, you know, we've, we've come back from, you know. It just, you know, thinking back, over the last 10 years, it's like, man, when losing season after losing season and now over the past, you know, ever since Reed took the helm, it's just, it's just been unreal. And, you know, to get to our Super Bowl in 20 and then just, <laughs> it, it's been something special. Like what, what a ride, you know, from going from like two and 14, you know, year in and year out and coach after coach. And it, it just, just feels 
surreal at this point, you know, that, that we've had this much success over the past, you know, four years. And we, we've just been super spoiled. And, man, it's just it, – it's, it's going to be amazing, man. Another AFC championship game Sunday. Let's hope that we can uh, – Put put the nail in the coffin on the Bengals and, and Burrow. <laughs> yeah, it's but, gonna be uh, it's gonna be a fun game, my bro. It's gonna be a fun game. How about this tweet from Manuel Acho? Used to be in the NFL. <laughs> he says on Twitter, "Time we reexamine the NFL overtime rules." Josh Allen threw for 329 yards and four touchdowns. He scored on three of his final four possessions. Never touched a ball in overtime. Cry me a freaking river, Emmanuel. Where were you in 2018? Where the hell were you when the Chiefs didn't get to touch the ball because Tom Brady did this to the Chiefs? Chiefs tried to change the rule. People voted, owners voted against it. My question, though, to you, Emmanuel, where the hell were you in 2018? It was just a couple years ago. I mean, are you going to sit here and cry on Twitter? Play defense, man. They don't have the number one defense for the Buffalo Bills to give up 552 yards. Don't let Mahomes cut your heart out. Seriously, all this crying you're seeing, like people in this town don't care. They were here in 2018. They didn't get a chance in overtime. Rules are the rules. Chiefs play by whatever the rules are. Last two minutes of the fourth quarter in overtime, by the way, Emmanuel Acho, Mahomes, 10 of 13, 188 yards and two touchdowns. The right guy won the game. So basically, don't hit sin. Kermit, would you say, don't hit sin. Like, if you're going to be stupid and hot take and be in the national media, know what the hell you're talking about. Do your homework. Do us all a favor. Do your homework or shut up. Let's go to Matt Cinderblock. What's up, Matt? Hey, what's up, my friend? What's up with you? Oh, just just watch that and uh, taking it all in, man. Um, I will say this. I thought the game was going to end on the play where we decided to go with the little uh, option. And we got in the end zone there. That was kind of my game game script. But unfortunately, it uh, opened up one of the best games of all time. Hey, man, it was a great game. Uh, okay, you're at center block. We had that El Padron peer release. Did you slap on some El Padron tonight? What are you, what are you rocking with tonight at center block? I did. I had uh, um, put the kids to bed and had about uh, four, and then that last two minutes, uh, about seven. Awesome. It, it, Kramer's looking at me. I, I should have brought you back some of this El Padron, Kramer, and I apologize, but it was simply delicious, man. I will bring some to him, but, um, but I will say this. Uh, Cincinnati coming in, and not to look forward, but um, – the way that they won that game, uh, I got worried when Ward left and our corners, um, you know, the safeties, communication, you know, in that game. But, you know, Pat got it done, and that was just absolutely amazing. Um, one of the best games that I've seen, at least on the right side of. Oh, man, it was it was a fantastic game. I'm glad you said that because that – it was truly a great game. That's what everybody's saying too, Matt. I mean, they love the game, love what happened. And then there's clowns like Emmanuel Acho, you know, former player in the national media. Oh, they need to change the overtime rules. I sincerely hope they look at what happened to the Chiefs in 2018. Chiefs were at the other end of this. But they became the first team ever to be in four straight AFC title games at home. At home. 
With the most consecutive conference championship appearance, Chiefs tied for fourth or for third all time. New England's got the most at eight straight title games. Oakland five from seventy three to seventy seven. The Madden years, Cream Dog. And then there's Dallas, Buffalo, Philly in Kansas City. Guess what? Andy Reid's been part of two of these. Third all time. 01 through 04 with Philly. 2018 through 21 with the Kansas City Chiefs. So Andy Reid's been a part of both those things. Andy Reid now third all time in postseason wins. Tying the great Don Shula. Tom Landry sits one ahead of Andy Reid. One. And then Andy Reid's going to be all alone with Bill Belichick. That's right. All alone at the top. Get that Canton jacket ready. Curtis and KC. What's up, Curtis? Hey, Bank. This is Curtis, obviously. Hey, uh, Obviously. (laughs) What's up, Curtis? I had one of the best times watching that game tonight. I don't think I've watched a better game. That's what everybody say. The great Curtis. Wasn't it just fantastic? I... I have never watched a game that I cared more about. I don't believe. And the ending was just epic. And I watched it with some good friends, had a good time, and was thinking about you while we were having a hell of a time because I knew you were watching it. Uh, yeah, of course I was watching. I, you know what? I, I, I hate to be a prisoner of the moment at times, and I like to step back and look at right, what's yeah. my favorite game. It's hard for me to replace that victory over the Niners in the Super Bowl. Uh, Do we have time to run Wasp? I mean, yeah, the night well, was great. Tonight yeah. was great, but I did like I if they make an extra point, we may not be having this. You know what I mean? Hindsight's twenty twenty. I just, I, you know, it's one of the greatest I've ever seen. Oh, I'll say sure, top that. two, top three games I've ever seen. But it, but the other one won a Super Bowl, so it, it's hard for me to put it past that one. I. I'll have to think about it, though. I'll have to think about it. I'll have to think about it before I'm definitive, and I'll be definitive this week. But I need to not be a prisoner moment and think about it, Curtis. All right. But I'll get there. I know you will. But you know what, though? It's probably it might be. I don't know. We'll find out. The week will tell us, Curtis. I don't know. Don't know where I'm going with this. You never know, Curtis. I mean, I could be up and down. Kramer, I just don't know. It could be the best ever. But that Super Bowl was pretty damn fun, too. <laughs> they come back, we have time to run Wasp. I mean, it was fun. Thanks to Pete Sweeney, editor-in-chief, arrowheadpride.com, for joining us. Thanks to Josh Klingler, sideline reporter of the Kansas City Chiefs, who gets going about four hours from now with Bob Fesco. It'll be full-day coverage of this game and looking ahead to the Bengals this week on 610 Sports Radio. Looking forward to that. I'll have the Nate Taylor Show uh, tomorrow at 7 o'clock, followed by Dusty Likens with the Red Reaction Show with Nick Price. And I'll be, we'll be preceded by Mitch Holtis with Chiefs Kingdom. Like he's got like Sean Barber on the show. Andy Reid's always on the show. Kramer, Sansone, great job producing, bro. It's been a fun year. Oh, amazing year. It's been an amazing year. You guys have been amazing, Kansas City. Enjoy this one. This was fun. Go get that. Uh, keep drinking that beer. Get some Waffle House. Let's go. Good night. <laughs>